What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I'm joined by the boy, Hidardo Molina. What's happening, man? Howdy. We in the building, in the flesh, yet again. Yes. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Hey, hey. And, um, got a dope episode. We got we got some shit we're reviewing, so. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're talking about Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Yes. That show just ended. Yeah, this is dope. Post-Boba Fett. This is the Thursday following yeah. Boba Fett. Uh, Encanto, we're also going to be reviewing um, Disney Studios' latest... The Colombian Story. Hit feature film, yeah. The Colombian Story, Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. So, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> My daughter John can tell us his perspective. I was like, literally about to say, John oh, can tell us his perspective as a father. I've seen Encanto <laughs> so many times. Yes. <laughs> you brought it up right with it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it, give me a chance. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, it's a it's a big uh, big week on news. Uh, we do have timestamps in the description. Yes, uh, we do. As always. We're going to be talking about the Oscars. We're going to be talking about nice. uh, some Disney projects coming up. I'm going to be talking about maybe some Batman stuff. A couple trailers dropped oh, Jurassic Park, yep, Buzz yep, Lightyear. Yep. Uh, then we got a diversity report. Easy. And then we're going to be going into our movies, Encanto first. And then uh, we're going to be finishing with the book of Boba Fett. Got to end with Boba. Yeah, and as always, you can just skip around with the timestamps. And uh, without further ado, we're just going to dive right into the, the Oscar nominations here. Ooh, ooh, yeah. The, so. The Oscar noms. Here we go. We got. Right off the bat, we got a few good actors in the best actor category. Yeah. We got Javier Bardem for uh, being the Ricardos. We got Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Andrew Power Garfield dog. for Tick, Tick, Boom, also ooh. directed by Lin-Manuel. The boy. Um, Will Smith for King Richard. The boy. And uh, Denzel, Denzel Washington for the for the tragedy of Macbeth. <laughs> the boy. It's the A twenty A twenty three A twenty four. A twenty four. Yeah. A twenty four film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black and white. Yeah, Macbeth. Damn! Wow. Look at all those actors up yeah. there. Those are those are some man. I can't wait to see who wins that so, shit. That's a that's a pretty, Andrew pretty, Garfield. Pretty, damn, the boy will. <laughs> pretty pretty stacked. Yeah. Um, as far as like most of these like. Um, nominations go it seems to be like the same pool of movies <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah like, we uh, got um, the power of the dog a lot of that's coming up being the uh i mean here in the lead actress um category seems got, a little little diverse in the in the actress category yeah, we got kristen stewart uh for the movie spencer look at her good. kristen stewart go ahead girl yeah, she got nominated before robert pattinson yeah damn like robert pattinson definitely god man he's bad dope as fuck he deserves a nominee Kristen Stewart yeah I haven't seen Spencer yet but uh, I heard she's really good in it yeah I haven't seen it either gonna have to give it a watch Nicole Kidman is in a Being the Ricardos oh got it that's uh, the movie with so uh, Javier. Javier Bardem mm-hmm. yeah so that's like a that's that's I, that's an interesting movie I heard it's I heard it's good I okay. gotta, gotta watch it okay Penelope Cruz is uh, nominated for Parallel Mothers Parallel Mothers Olivia Colman for The Lost Daughter The Lost Daughter that's on Netflix is it on Netflix I think so okay and Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye oh I haven't watched that yeah I haven't seen a lot of these movies damn it, I, it yeah, I gotta watch some shit keep it a stack maybe we should do mm-hmm. like some Oscar season been so busy reviews. with school we just, just, all... just so much stuff <laughs> John is always so doing busy. business you know business Time is, is he's in business school, guys. Time is money, guys. <laughs> no, no fun in games. <laughs> Animated features. Oh, I love this category. We got some good shit in this category. Yeah, we got Encanto, 
Yes. Uh, we got Flea. Haven't watched I it. I have not seen it. We got Luca, which I, Luca. I like that Luca. I, I like Luca a lot. Yes. The Mitchells versus the Machines. That was a that was a great movie as that well. That is a great one. I would I would enjoy it if that one won. Keep and, it stacked. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon, which I uh, didn't see, but uh, I'm sure you've seen that one a million watched times. Watched it many, many a times, and I think compared to Mitchell's and Luca, I, I like. I'm liking the Mitchell's. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Luca. I think I, my that would be my pick. Oh, nice! I, I like Luca. Like it was nice and like it's just a good, just good, good old fashioned, feel good movie. It is. I could rewatch it. Um, now here we can go to. Uh, I mean, Spider Man. I think it's up for. Uh, Best special effects or something like that. That was like a big deal. Oh, easy. Um, now for best director category, we got West Side Story. West Side Steven Story. Spielberg. The Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Jane Campion. Licorice Pizza. Ah, Paul good Thomas things. Anderson. Drive My Car. Ryuk Hanaguchi. Okay. Which I heard that movie's really good. I gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. Uh, and Belfast by Kenneth. Uh, Brana. That's in a lot. Belfast is yeah, scattered throughout yeah. these nominations. It's the director of uh, Thor the Dark World, no? Who, Kenneth? Is it? I think it might be. Huh. Let me see. Kenneth Bra- uh, um Oh, he oh, directed yeah, Hamlet. Oh, he's the director of the original Thors, I think. Actually. I didn't know he was a director. Yeah, yeah, Kenneth Brana. <laughs> so... That's an interesting. Um, God, that's Disney uh, has for, my for directing right now. Now there was some controversy that De- Denis Villeneuve was not nominated for this. People are mad, like people like uh, mm. like uh, Thanos. What's his name? Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. You know how he was in Dune. He uh, posted on on social media. He said uh, that it was dumb that um, Denis Villeneuve was not nominated. When you, uh, yeah, when you see that Dune is everywhere throughout, it's one of the yeah. most highly. But also, nominated. I didn't think it was that good of a movie, so I'm okay with it. Oh, I mean, we've, we've said on this podcast. Yeah. The less nominations for it, the better. I, I don't think it. Bro, what the hell? The, we've spoken on this podcast. The movie Dark looked Dragon's good. Like, don't get me wrong. It looked good. It looked mm-hmm. it looked great, I guess. But it it's, uh, looks like a desert. Yeah, bro. The movie's just boring for me, <laughs> and that—that's the thing about me. If a movie keeps me going and it really gets me excited and it keeps me yeah. interested, I will give it its credit. This movie did not do it for me, but yeah. it's, so, it's all throughout these nominations. It's just interesting that yeah. the director, you know, isn't and, and Dune, Dune did get uh, did get nominated for a lot of things. Hell that, yeah, that it maybe rightfully did get uh, nominated for like costume design and special effects and uh, and, and right. Scene, Still scene a boring stuff. movie though. Keep but it a man, stack. it's like yeah, the movie's like look at it felt look. I think I just think it felt very pretentious. I don't know. Oh man! Some of it's like oh, here's a shot of them looking out mm-hmm. into this desert. Look at this landscape, and it's it just it, when you see that for like the fiftieth time in like in like an hour and a half, it's like man. Yeah, some people they believe they fall more and more in love with the movie as they watch. I'm like, I just, I just, it it. does not do it for me. I can respect the effort that went into that movie, but yeah, interesting about that directing. So that's that's the the controversy with the directing nomination. Yeah, that's some controversy there. Wow. Now, uh, best picture. Here we go. This this is it. Belfast. I did not watch it. Belfast. Coda. I did not watch it. I did not watch that. Don't look up. Nice, there we go. I've watched that in Netflix. I did not. Drive My Car. I did not watch. Haven't watched it yet? 
June. We just spoke See, about See, they got they got nominated for Best Picture. They yeah. can't you can't nominate. It's yeah. fine that you're gonna get nominated for Best Director, okay? Uh King Richard. Hey, the boy Big Will. The boy <laughs> Big Will. <laughs> he did that one post where he posted all the memes about himself on Instagram. Oh, man. It's very self, self-aware. self uh, <laughs> Licorice Pizza. Oh, nice. I've heard good things. Nightmare Alley. Oh, it's Guillermo del Toro. I haven't seen that one yet, though. Oh, yeah. The Power of the Dog. The Dog. And West Side Story, which I've, I still need to see. I heard oh. that one's a long one, though. You got it. Him is a lengthy one. Yeah, you really got to sit, sit, sit down one. and watch that one. Yeah. I heard that one's pretty long. But what do you think about the nominations? Do you think that they're fair? Do you think that uh, anybody got stiffed? Uh, what do you think? I, I don't feel like this this year around. I, I don't think many people got stiffed. I'm looking at the best actor category. I'm looking at best picture. This looks like a, it, a, it a looks nice like diverse. It's fairly, uh, yeah, it's pretty diverse. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a controversy in the past of Will Smith not being nominated for some things. I mean, look, King Richard is scattered all throughout this. I think it's, yeah. I, I, I'm great. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I think the best actor nominations, I think those are just amazing actors. It's, you know, when you see nominations, you're just like, I don't give a fuck who gets it. It's so yeah, yeah, like Andrew yeah. Garfield, Denzel, Will, it's, it's dope, man. So yeah, and then the best picture, you know, I haven't seen a lot of these movies, but it, I haven't. That's I've heard a lot I'm, of good things about a lot of them. And it looks very diverse. We have, yeah. it looks like everybody, Everybody has a seat at the table here. <laughs> like we it's got Guillermo del Toro. Like you know, uh, Drive My Car looks like it's something that's uh got Jane Jane Campion. Like uh, we got we got a like a couple women directors. Yeah, Drive My got. Car looks like some diverse. I got. I think I that's Japanese. One. Yeah, straight up. So, uh, you know, it's like I mean, when Parasite won Best Picture, that was a that was a surprise to everyone. I guess everyone that didn't watch the movie. Right, <laughs> and it was it was well deserved. Yeah, but man, that movie's that movie's great. Amazing. So I really gotta I'm gonna try to watch some of these movies maybe before the Oscars. Bro, and that's what I love about the Oscars, Gerardo, because when I watch the Oscars and I just see some of these movies that are nominated, it's like cool. I know what good movies to keep an eye yeah, out for. It's like yeah, awards don't matter and everything, but it's nice to have a list of recommendations. It to really have. is, man, because otherwise I'm stuck in my own preferences and shit, and I'm just gonna watch things I know I enjoy. So yeah. Like, I'm I'm definitely going to dive into some of these licorice pizza, power of the dog. Drive my car. I'm interested in drive my I car. I haven't seen don't look up yet. Oh, you have? It's cool. It's funny. <laughs> yes. I think Guillermo del Toro. I mean, Nightmare Alley looks good. Guillermo del Toro is always yeah, good. Yeah, I want to watch. It has Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Wow. Yeah. But that's, yeah. So that's a nice little Oscar nomination talk. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, up next, we got a few announcements for some shows. We got uh, Obi-Wan uh, with the end of Boba Fett. It got a yeah release date. The poster looks cool. It's just him in the desert. It does. Uh, Obi-Wan, May 25th. Easy. Easy. I can't I wait for that uh, shit. Maybe six episodes. Okay. Hayden Christensen is back. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. We're going to have Darth Vader. Oh, it's going to be nuts. I'm excited. I hope it's not a lot of tattooing. We got a lot of tattooing. We're getting at, a lot of tattooing. Yeah, at this point, I've accepted that it's going to be some crazy story. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Futurama. Oh, you ever watch Futurama? I used to when it first came out. I was fascinated. Yeah. It looked so strikingly similar to The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> but I never stuck with it. I never stuck with Futurama. Oh, it's it's very good. It got so it got canceled like once, and then it got revived, and then it got canceled again. No shit. And then I think it got revived and canceled again. So yeah, now they're back. Uh, you know, 
and it's cool. It's cool. It's crazy how many. I think they've had like three season series finales, you know, mm-hmm. and each one caps off great, but also leaves enough room for them to come back. And the last one ha- ended on a really, really good note. Damn, that's dope. You really fuck with Futurama, man. Oh yeah, Futurama. Futurama's great. You I got some cool characters in there. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's like um, I don't know. I feel like Futurama is where like the creator of The Simpsons he gets to be kind of more creative. It's more serialized. Mm-hmm. Um, still kind of sitcommy, but it's more serialized. It's more of a characters develop but you know um in the simpsons it's, it's you know it's classic sitcom yeah just very much so um so i think that futurama is futurama is just a really cool show especially mm-hmm. si- when it comes to sci-fi if you like sci-fi yeah just has a lot of really good stuff in it it's funny how you know some of these spin-offs like you see family guy and you see american dad you know some of these spin-offs i like american up, dad more than family yeah guy. sometimes you know they give uh the creators opportunity just like hey you guys know what my kind of comedy is you know yeah. what my kind of humor is but i'm gonna give you just a, l- a little different vibe well i think i think it's funny you mentioned that because i think american dad and family guy are the same thing i think characters in american dad kind of develop yeah uh and there's it's kind of a little bit more serialized than family guy where it's just a bunch of it's just a skit show at this point. Exactly. Know? It's skit after skit. And then it's like yeah. things move, but it's like sometimes in the... But family, uh, but American Dad is just funny. Yeah, it is. It's, funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. And when it's, you know, you keep saying serialized, when it's like that, it's like, okay, it's, it's cool to keep up with the story, you know, and these characters. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Okay, Futurama. So, uh, we also got um, Robert Pattinson talked a little bit about auditioning for Batman. Do you know anything about this? Oh, no. No, I don't. Batman's so, around the corner. Yeah, so Eddie Redman and Andrew Garfield were auditioning for Batman as well. Oh, Andrew Garfield and uh, and um, Eddie. Oh my God, why is my mind? I can't. Who's that? Um, Eddie Eddie Redman. I, I let me see. What would you know him as? Because uh, I know him as Marius from Les Mis, but he's also uh, Stephen Hawking. <gasps> Oh Stephen my Hawking movie. God! Really? He, yeah, he's in Harry Potter. He's in he's a he's in a Fantastic Beast. Yeah, Fantastic Beast. He's the main yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the oh my God for Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so they were both auditioning for. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like him for Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but apparently, you know, um, Robert Pattinson said that they were like amazing auditioners and everything, and it had him really scared about not getting the role. Uh, I can't believe they auditioned. I'm gonna keep it a stack. I wouldn't want to see Andrew Garfield as Batman. That's just me. And honestly, I think you, I think I wouldn't want to, I think any of those guys could do it because they're I th- out of the three. I think Rob is the best choice. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I like him best to, to play Bruce Wayne and to play Batman. I think of the three, I really like the choice they went with. Yeah. And I'm really excited about this movie. I've been trying to really not look at anything about it. Watch. I haven't seen any trailers. I haven't been looking at the news too much about it. This popped it. up, but yeah. Um, I'm really excited about that movie, and I can't wait to review it. I can't wait to review that shit. It's all over L.A. I, I was driving in Hollywood the other day, and it's just everywhere. There are posters everywhere about Batman. I, yeah. I'm very excited for that Batman's movie. Back. After, dude, this movie's supposed to come out like two, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it's going to be dope, man. I yeah. can't fucking wait to see Batman. Excited for it. Yeah. Good news. So we got a couple trailers. We watched some dope little trailers right now. So we saw a trailer for uh, Buzz... Lightyear. Yeah, Chris Evans yeah. behind the, the buzz mantle. You know, <laughs> Taking up the mantle. The movie looks great. Yeah, we see some cool shit in there. It looks like a cool adventure movie. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a cool sci-fi space adventure. Um, yeah. You know, it's not really tied in with continuity of the Toy Story movies, which is okay. It shouldn't like, be. It's like Toy Story is about fucking toys. It's this about, is about toys. This yeah. is obviously, you know, that we have Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. Like, we can make 
movies about toys. Yeah, and Buzz Lightyear as a, a character is interesting enough. I mean, I I love Buzz Lightyear when I was a kid, and yeah. again, the Adventures of Star Command, the show, the movie. I remember when that movie came out, and yeah. then the show came out. I loved the idea of, of Patrick, Buzz Lightyear. Patrick Warburton was Buzz. Oh in that yeah, one. yeah. Remember Shit. that Kronk? Yeah, yeah. That's he, so he was Buzz. Kronk. <laughs> and yeah. Then, um, he was. They, they redubbed it with, I think, uh, mm-hmm. with actually, uh, I was going to call him Alan <laughs> from Home Improvement. Uh, Tim Allen? Yeah, Tim Allen. That's fucking dope, man. But yeah, it was the boy. He, and he was he was great. But yeah, I like the idea of, you know, really getting Buzz Lightyear out there as a space ranger and having an adventure with it. So this yeah. this trailer looks like some cool And it's shit, Disney. They own, a lot of, they own a lot of stuff. Yeah, we see some Zerg-looking bots. We see someone that looks like maybe yeah, it's Zerg. Yeah, fucking Zerg. It has to. I mean, we got to see some Zerg. That's his arch. I'm, I'm just excited to see because it looks very military. And it looks like an homage to a lot of sci-fi. Like, we get mm. uh, some Star Wars-looking stuff. We got oh. some, some really cool. And the orange suit. Like, space Odyssey-looking stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. So, I'm excited about that movie. You know, Chris Evans, whatever. I think we'll settle into that one. It's not Chris Pratt, freaking Mario. Yeah, that's some other shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's some other shit. It's like, you know, Buzz, I think, would be a white guy, and Chris Evans is Chris Evans. So, <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, sense. I'm a, not expecting Buzz Lightyear to be. He's a really likable white guy. Exactly. So, we got that. We got Jurassic Park. Dominion, Jurassic World, Dominion. Yeah. We'll bring it back some old characters from the original. All three of them. All three. We got we Jeff got. Goldblum, uh, the the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, John! That's not very diverse of you. <laughs> Good job. Oh, here she is right here. Um, Laura Dern. Oh, Laura Dern. There yes. we go. What else has she been in? Yeah, she was in Marriage Story. Yeah, she. <sighs> Academy Award winning performance. She she won an Oscar and as Nora Fanshawe in 2019's Marriage Story. Oh, Marriage Story was a very good movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and then um oh boy the original the original main lead from um Jurassic Park he's back too. So this is hey, what's his name? Uh, shit. <laughs> you know we're just like we're just like you guys. You know we we have to go on our phones and. Google stuff too. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. He plays Alan yeah. Grant. See, if you guys tried to look that up while you were driving or something, that'd be dangerous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when you're right we, here doing a podcast, you better. We did it in real time for you guys. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yeah. So, what, what do you think of this trailer? How do you think it's? it's oh, it's com- awesome. Compared dude. to the other two, did you enjoy the other two movies? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kind they they were I they they weren't bad. They just kind of glossed over me because they just weren't. Um, compelling. Yeah, you know the first, not the first one, but the reboot, Jurassic World. You know yeah. the first one with Chris Pratt. It was a cool little reboot to enjoy. Like, yeah, it was like modern... a Force Awakens. Exactly. The second one is so forgettable. I've seen the second one, and um, it just I felt like the stakes weren't even that high. You know, and yeah. it was just kind of forgettable. This one this looks one, like these dinosaurs. Finally, are... oh, bro, it's the dinosaurs Jurassic just... World. Bro, exactly. It's not some bullshit. The dinosaurs are in the public. They're just out and about on Earth. <laughs> at the movie theater. They're yeah. in the wild, you know. You're Finally saying, it's actually Jurassic World. It's, it's actually not just Jurassic, Jurassic World. Island again, Jurassic Park. Bro, that's exactly what we got. Like, the first one was just the island. Okay, yeah. then the second one was like, like a house. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep getting smaller, the third one's going to be just... 
In a car. Let's raise the motherfucking stakes. <laughs> <laughs> in a car. Yeah, the just whole in time. a minivan the whole time. They got to <laughs> do not leave the van. The Raptors are gonna. The Raptors learn how to drive. They're <laughs> they're driving us to the ocean to execute us. Yeah, this is you know <laughs> it's about time that the dinosaurs. The Raptors are gonna learn how to fucking use guns in this one or something. Bro, the Raptors are so well trained. They're just and so smart. smarter. They're just little weapons. <laughs> So a little unit, but yeah, be, man, I'm excited about this yeah, one. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, I'm gonna be excited about it, and then it's gonna come out, and uh, if we don't have to review it, I'm probably not gonna end up watching it. <laughs> I can see, I can, you know what, listeners, let us know if we should review this. I'm feeling like we should review it. Yeah, yeah, it, but if we were, let let us know what you guys think about this one because I'm excited to watch it in the theaters. I think I'm gonna pull up with the movie theater, uh, watch this. I think it's gonna be that kind of movie and. I'm sure the wife will be down for that. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited to see some old characters. Jeff Goldblum would be funny to see. <laughs> yeah, he's always fun to watch. So, and those characters, they just have really good chemistry, just from the original movies. They really, really, really good. They do. That it's really they fun do. to watch them all, yeah. all together, and it's cool. They've only gotten better over the years. All of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even just watching this trailer, it looks like, you know, the '90s had a very particular acting style mm-hmm. that we can pick up on yes when you watch enough 90s movies early mm-hmm. 2000s movies it's a certain tone and uh they kind of capture that in a in this trailer in a charming way and so i'm like yeah this feels like an old movie <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how it feels a lot of, yeah. the dinosaurs look good some of it looks practical it looks yeah. really nice i'm excited to see what the main antagonist is it's going to be like another designed dinosaur that is probably going to be a, a raptor He's going to become CEO of <laughs> the company, you know? He's gonna, Cut with he's T-Rex. Gonna very cut, smart. Yeah. But I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. Now, uh, moving on to a diversity report. Hey, uh, hey, hey. We can start off with like uh, Bob Saget. Uh, yeah. Bob Saget. Out, yeah. The boy, 65 years old, passed away. And we were just talking, we were just watching how it was not related to drugs at all, his death. Autopsy came out. It wasn't related to drugs, alcohol. It was from head trauma, yeah. and the boy went to sleep and didn't wake up. He just he just hit that his is head. Fucking nuts, man! Hit his head, thought it was nothing. Or... After a show in Florida, hit his head in his hotel room and went to sleep and didn't wake up. You know, you're told growing up, don't go to bed when you hit your head, and it's just nuts to hear that. You know, but rest in peace to the boy, man. Yeah. Um, the family says fans have been pouring out, showing a lot of love. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's that's Bob Saget. So, uh, yeah, moving on to oh god, a little more, a little more somber news, Rardo. Some unfortunate news. God damn it, going back to Minneapolis. <laughs> Shit, man, this is not this police, man. Minneapolis police. So we have Amir Locke, twenty-two years old, rest in peace, was killed by the Minneapolis Police Department. Um, Obviously, a very controversial shooting, and again in Minneapolis, same place where uh, George Floyd was killed. Yeah. Um. So this happened on a Wednesday. So SWAT officers killed Amir Locke. They burst into his apartment to serve a no-knock warrant. So listeners, look up no-knock warrant, and you can see what that is. But yeah, you know, essentially they can, they being the law enforcement, can come into your home and. Um, serve the warrant. The thing about this case is Amir was not the person that they were supposed to be serving this warrant to. And he did have a firearm on him, but he legally owned it. He had family in law enforcement. He legally owned the firearm. It was legally possessed by him. 
and he was shot multiple times. So the, the death was ruled a homicide. He was killed by the police, by SWAT. So now there's an investigation being launched against Minneapolis Police Department. Um, yeah, man. The so Amir's Amir Locke's family have um, they've gotten lawyers, and God, the boy was just asleep on the couch under a blanket, and so it was an officer worn camera that shows the footage. So a body cam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some very unfortunate news. You know, it's. Black History Month, and you know it's a, another black person being, yeah, being killed by law enforcement. Can't help but think about Breonna Taylor, who but was in her house and was. I think I think they're at least with the justice system. Hopefully, they're they're starting to learn. Um, you know, I think they're scared at this point to mm-hmm. um, make obvious rulings go the other way you know they're they're mm-hmm. like they're not gonna be doing that as much anymore because they know now that the response. Um, they're not going to like the response, you know? Yeah, the response is normally immediate. It's passionate. And it's it can a be lot very... of, yeah, sometimes there's there's riots sometimes. Yeah. They don't want people to riot. They're probably going to deliver justice. Exactly. Hopefully. Exactly. You know, rioting is the, the language of those who feel like they're not being heard. Yeah, that's what Dr. King said. Yeah. Yeah, so that's some uh, unfortunate news coming out of Minneapolis. Uh, Amir Locke, rest in peace, 22 years old. Uh, but yeah, we got to talk about it. So yeah, you guys keep up with that, listeners. Uh, it is Black History Month. It is Black History Month. So we got a few little, just just some some little quick facts about Black History yeah. Month, man. Just a few things, you know what I'm saying? From yeah. <clears throat> African Americans like Madam C.J. Walker, George Washington Carver. Uh, just I wanted to kick out some quick little facts, and yeah, later this month, listeners, we're gonna be reviewing some things that. Are Black History related, so it's it's dope. It's February. We out here. What are we uh, reviewing? Uh, what are we reviewing next week? Oh man, are we gonna do the Black Panther move? The Black Panther. Black Damn. Panther. That's gonna be dope. We're gonna. I'm gonna watch it with my daughter. I told command we're gonna watch Black Panther, and that's gonna be the first time we watch it together. We're gonna review that shit next week. That's crazy. Like they, there's kids born after Black Panther came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Cause Black Panther is 2018, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Kamea was born shit, 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. Yeah, because um, so I, I teach, um, you know, so um, I teach guitar. So I have a lot of students that are like younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like they've seen like Endgame and they've seen Infinity War, but they haven't seen nice. the first Iron Man. Yeah, man, you know? that shit is one of the better ones. <laughs> like that's such like, a good one, movie. Yeah, one of my students the other day, you know, he's like... um. It's like in sixth grade, he was like, oh, I just saw the first Iron Man movie a couple of days ago. It's really good. I was like, yeah, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater. Like, when were you? I pulled the fuck up. What was uh, Iron I was Man? Like, was 08, right? Yeah. I was like, when were you born? He was like, 2009. I was like, oh, my God. Damn, 2009. So. Yeah. Dude, all these kids, you know, like growing up, we've seen these movies in order. Oh, absolutely, we, we, man. We, we, we grew uh, up know, with it. and uh, It's like every single movie, even if it was bad, I've seen it because it was yeah. just like, oh, I'm just going to go to the movie theater and watch the new movie. I have to. Now, these kids, they have to do these movie marathons and they have to catch up and all this stuff. We're I'm very like, wow. fortunate. We we grew up yeah. in a time where there was no MCU. But also, they just... can just binge it now. That's so nice. It's, yeah. like, it's really nice binging stuff. Like, if I've never seen any of the MCU movies, mm-hmm. I'd be so happy to just binge them and see the story progress and get oh, yeah. bigger. People have their... their quarrels with streaming you know but people always appreciate a movie going experience and streaming has made shit so fucking convenient yeah but yeah man that's that's dope so yeah oh shit quick black history facts um 
<laughs> yeah, just... Yeah, so Madam C.J. Walker, first U.S. woman to become a self-made millionaire. Go ahead, girl. George Washington Carver derived nearly 300 products from the peanut. Rosa Parks. 300? Like 300 what? products. Like what? what you making, my guy? <laughs> like, like, like what, like peanut butter and... A peanut butter, peanut... Um, peanut brittle? <laughs> <laughs> peanut... <laughs> Peanut stuff, okay? God damn it. George, you look it up. <laughs> you want to know the exact products? You look it up. Ask, ask Siri right now. In your car, if you're driving, just ask Siri. Okay, who else we got? We got, um, oh, Shirley Chisholm, um, who was the first African-American woman elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. A Damn, so it says that Black History Month began as Negro History Week. Back in 1926. Hey. And that's just, that's how it starts, baby. And the month of February was chosen to coincide with the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. So, yeah, that's just a, a quick little, and you know, if you go online, you can go on history.com, look up black history facts. That's why I'm getting a lot of this information. There's a cool little article just on some of the notable African-Americans in history. On this podcast, damn near every month, we always talk about Black history, we talk about people of color, so February is Black History Month, but y'all know on the cast of color, we talk about this shit all the motherfucking time, so that's Black History Facts, Gerardo. Um, I think that concludes the diversity ooh, 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 report. Yeah. Yeah. That was the horn. That, 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 <laughs> like the, the rap yeah. songs. Uh-huh. Rap, rap that shit up. Those, um, those rapper songs. That, <laughs> you know those, those like, rap songs. Like that Drake <laughs> that Aubrey, that Aubrey guy, and then that horn. I just can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we're moving into. Are we doing Encanto? Encanto. <laughs> we're doing Encanto, Encanto, Colombia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Colombian stuff. So we got it on here in the background. Yeah, we um, do. It's good animation, but it's just something off about it for me. Oh, overall, the movie. I absolutely have my quarrels about the movie. What I love most about it, because we are, again, a podcast about culture and everything. I love the Colombian representation, but I just, like, I need a story to carry me forward. And yeah. this one was just such a filler for me. Not only a filler, just, I, I didn't really keep, it wasn't strong enough. Like, we're going to talk about the whole movie. Yeah. So, we, so, so, I guess the best way to, we can just start off with just a brief synopsis. <clears throat> like we always do here at the Cast of Color. A brief synopsis just to. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Y'all should know by now. Hopefully yeah. you do. Yeah, come on now. So, Encanto is about a family with magic powers. Now, uh, the magic is fading, so we got to find out why. Right. And uh, The Madrigals. Yeah, the, the family is the Madrigals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they all got powers, except for our main girl. Mirabel. Yeah, Mirabel. She... Does not have powers. Why? We don't know. And they call it a gift. In this movie, they call it a gift. Like, what's yeah. your gift, Mirabel? We yeah. all have gifts. Little miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the grandmother was uh, being hunted down, I guess, by some men. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a magic candle came right when her husband got killed. Yeah, husband sacrificed himself for, you know, <laughs> Abuela and the rest of the people in the village. Yes. And then 
<laughs> just that flower. It's very vague. Yeah, it's I mean, very... the, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I guess, right? Because yeah, it's like can't say sacrifice himself. He just approached them, and then he just ends. It's all very vague. It's like oh, and then this village or house grew or whatever. It's so and... vague. That's my issue with this entire yeah. movie. Some of the things they don't get specific enough, and the movie just—I feel like the story is just. I had okay. I, I guess... feel like it's an episode of something, not a movie. Yeah. I, I guess I can start up by saying that I had a very hard time liking a lot of these characters mm-hmm. because they're kind of from like a noble family. Yes. And it all seems very whiny. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's be real, you know, they're not technically royalty, but they're absolutely admired in their town. They're, and they're like the rulers on the of the kingdom. Yeah, they're placed on the pedestal amongst regular citizens and... It's just it feels I, I get weird, it. right? Yeah, I I understand that part, but it's okay. What's the story? And then the characters aren't really anything. They're kind of shallow yeah. for me. They're kind of surface level. So every every song um, felt unnecessary. It felt like it could have been like a two sentence conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of the songs are talking about what the characters are feeling in the moment. They're feeling doubts about themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, um, Armida Bell's two sisters, uh, the strong one and the one uh, who uh, makes plants mm-hmm. um, yeah she has you know one who has strength and the other one can yeah create. one of them is losing her strength because she's starting to have doubts about herself and everything mm-hmm. um and these these songs like they just it was all very confusing the way this movie was laid out with these songs it, it would i get that you can go into like a dream world mm-hmm. in musicals and stuff but I was like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, they go what's, what's real and what all, isn't real? Bro, like, they go all out in this shit, especially with, you know, the the sister one specifically, like with the the strong sister. There's like some random they go into so many just there's they're like fake. an abstract <clears throat> color background. Yeah, because the first song, I'll be honest, I like the first opening song. I enjoy it because it just explains everyone's the, the gifts. Familia Madrigal. Exactly. Song? And explains Dude, everything. I was literally going to say that that song, I hated it. Because it was so not catchy. Right, right. I can't tell you how it goes at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, the catchiest one is Bruno. It's too catchy. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, man. And even that part, it's like Bruno was insignificant. I mean... Bruno was the best character, but he was so insignificant. I was like, what the fuck? Why did they play so... I thought he was going to be the bad guy. Yeah. But he wasn't. I'm just like, okay, what is going on in this? Basically, the resolution to the story is um, very vague as well. Mirabel, she doesn't have powers. So the house just breaks. Uh, the house that gives them their powers, the house breaks. They all lose their powers. The villagers um, help them rebuild it because uh, they, they love the family. And um, Mirabel, when she puts in the last piece, the house comes back to life. But she doesn't have any powers. So what happened? So when she they it's give her they give fake. her the doorknob they give her the doorknob at the very end I believe and she puts the doorknob on and it completes the house, and I I think the most vague thing is finding out you know what exactly was affecting the magic because it's Bruno's vision <clears throat> is about Mirabel yeah and then it so it, it the movie makes it seem like she really was just born to ruin the magic and the family. I guess to yeah. humble them and bring them together. I don't know, but it, yeah. it, it seems like she was always intended to ruin all their lives. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really don't. Um, like, she was she was there to destroy the magic. That's what it seems like. Um, and then finally at the end, you know, her and her brother have this moment that I'm just like, 
I would feel they that should have been had with a granddaughter and a, you know, a grandmother. I'm like, I mean, I just it doesn't feel this, this, movie, this movie just doesn't yeah. feel like it has any consequences at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything it's, at the end is exactly as it was at the beginning. Absolutely, and nothing really significant changed. They had these gifts and then they lost them and. The house is back. And, and they realize that they got to love each other. It's exactly. like you said, it's like an episode of like a, a show where it it's feels like, like an episode, man. I'm like, this is the whole movie. It feels so. I mean, and, and this is again, you know, we talk, we'll talk about it's a kid's and it's like, yeah, it's a kid's movie. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. But I didn't watch Raya. You you watched Raya. Did I you like Raya. that's the same studio? It's fair to compare them. Did you think that was better than this? It was better. You know, the reason why Gerardo, I think it was. Uh, Raya just felt a little more like an adventure, which it very much was. Yeah. And I can I can get on board with that. I enjoy, you know, when the story moves forward. Yeah. And there's a clear plot in that movie that they explain. And uh, there's just few characters. And honestly, it's not a musical, so you yeah. don't get... Cause I, cause, liked, I liked the first Frozen mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. A lot better than this. I didn't like the second Frozen. I like the first Frozen. <laughs> second Frozen just had a lot going on. Yeah, weird. But mm-hmm. the the second Frozen is almost like the opposite of this movie. Like mm. it's about her getting her powers and right. not knowing how to control. It's like it's funny. It's like the opposite. They're from the royal family, right? Um, but I don't know that that one still felt like it did the storytelling a little bit better than than this one. This one felt like it was um, stitched together. Yeah, man. I, it um, sucks that, you know, the Colombian culture gets this. I'm like, you know, it's just... It, this so, story some of the, itself just was not very well done. It was not a... The character design is great, mm-hmm. but in motion, it looks weird. Mm-hmm. I don't like... The, the way the characters move is just weird. It's like... And I, I have a theory that, that Disney's trying to, to push their movies on people and uh, try to make Pixar the their home release thing because mm. they're jealous because mm-hmm. pixar all the pixar movies are coming straight to to disney plus they're not Is even light here going straight to disney plus oh maybe maybe not maybe i don't know the 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 one about the red panda that one was just straight to disney plus oh, so shit. hopefully Lightyear comes out in theaters damn i gotta watch the one with the red panda yeah but um you know this movie how many um magical candles do you give it out of five? Oh man! All right. So any closing gonna, thoughts? Yeah, closing thoughts. Um, I, I love the representation of Colombia. That's one thing I enjoy. Yeah, a lot of Afro Latinos in this. Oh, did you see that, Gerardo? Did you see how many different shades of Colombians? And you know, um, that's because some Colombians were slaves. Some of them were straight up. There's a lot of crossover. Absolutely, um, and they did like a good in there, job. In Nicaragua, the, the different, all those places. Oh man, I love seeing the different colors. The different types of Colombians in this movie, but yeah, There's I just can't lights, get on board. A lot, a lot of light skins too. A lot of light skins, but the fucking story just I couldn't get on board. It didn't keep. I didn't keep up with it. It was kind of. It kind of bored me. So out of five magical candles, I got to get it two and a half. Yeah, I got to give it two and a half candles. That's me being nice. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> give it two. Um, this movie didn't do it. I, I don't want to rewatch it. This movie didn't do it for me. No, um, my daughter likes it because the songs are catchy. But it's yeah. like again, she can't. Even, the first one she knows a few parts, but the catchiest one is Bruno. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and it's like, I and know. even that song itself was like, God, you hyped up Bruno. He wasn't even. He was insignificant. Yeah, and I know these movies aren't for me, but I mean, it's it's just my opinion mm. on them. We go we go in on these animated movies. You ever play yourself? <laughs> because some of them are great, you mm. know. So when they're not great, it's like, oh, this is just like a standard. A thousand movie. percent, absolutely. Uh, there's really special movies, you know. Right. Um, so, listeners, you let us know what you rated. 
you got a two average two and a half from out of five color. magical candles. Yeah, yeah. That's it for Encanto. Yeah, that's it for Encanto. Now we got the Boba Fett, Book Book of Boba Fett, the Book the series, of Boba Fett, uh, the Book of Disney Boba. Plus. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I Do you know anything show. about Star Wars, Boba Fett, anything, any of that? Oh, yeah. I know about Boba Fett because, of course, I've seen the original Star Wars movies. I know the boy was thought to be killed. And, you know, he was the first person you see. I used to play this Star Wars game when you're, um, you're Han Solo. And um, it's on, it was on a Nintendo 64. Oh, what was it called? Um, it was called... What the fuck was it called? Obviously, Star Wars, but... Um, yeah, you have you play as Han Solo and you have these different weapons and you hey you gotta fight like a, a Dianaga. <laughs> what is that the one of those monsters? He used to scare me. Under the water you have to go fight a, a Dianaga eye and you fight the you fight Boba Fett. But yeah, man. I recognize Boba Fett. He's kinda one of the first, you know, that flying and then you see Django Vett, you know, in the the um, episodes one through three, and you're like, oh shit, that looks just like Boba. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's yeah, cool they got that... the same actor back tomorrow. Morrison, he was um, yeah. Jango Fett in uh, the prequels, and then mm-hmm. now he was kind of retrofitted to be all the clones. And uh, Boba Fett is uh, was you know kind of um, made to be him. Yeah, uh, now like a clone of him. So the kind difference... of just made sense. I think yeah. it was it seemed pretty seamless. Yeah, and the, so the difference between Boba Fett and other clones is that. Um, Basically, Jango Fett uh, is the template for all the clones in Star Wars. Right. And as payment, he had them clone him uh, a son, like a, a clone that would age normally. Right. So like that's like his son. Because uh, the other clones, they have accelerated aging. They, When they're five years old, they're already like 30 or whatever. Right. They age very quickly. Yeah, he be- wanted a, a Because they need an army, you know? Right. Oh, yes. Good explanation, so, my guy. Yeah. So, uh, Boba was one of the, uh, one of the clones that ages normally. Now, spoiler alert for, um, the Bad Batch. There's another clone, Omega, of, of, um, Jango Fett. She's a female. Mm. And that's like female Boba Fett. Like no, she ages dope. normally, so she's Boba Fett's age. Maybe a little bit, a couple years younger. Oh wow! So that'll come into what, play later, I'm sure. What, what's her name? Omega. Omega. That's gonna be dope. I would like to see that on here. I mean, this show so far is just yeah. Because now it looks like they're starting to cross over all the animated stuff and all the live action stuff and all the movies and all the everything, shows. bro. It's like anything. And I love. I love that. I think that's great. Even the comic books. Yeah. So like, I just got an iPad, right? Mm-hmm. And I download and for free on Amazon, uh, Kindle Lamp, I uh, I was able to download the Darth Vader comic book. Oh, and in the first issue, um, you see Darth Vader, and he commissions a couple bounty hunters, and it's like, oh, it's Boba Fett and um, Black Corinthian. That's the name of the the Wookiee, mm-hmm. the Wookiee we see in the series. Hell yeah! His He's first out. appearance was in the comic book. The right. comic book. And now they put him in a live action series. It's like, whoa, it came around. It's really cool. Yeah, straight up working with Boba Fett. I mean, yeah. yeah. So this could kind of be seen like as a um, Mandalorian spinoff of sorts. Okay. Uh, everything is kind of branching out of that, you know, which is really cool. I mean, um, The Mandalorian didn't have a really strong start for me, but um, mm-hmm. I think the second season had some really good stuff in the second half. Yeah. Um, and this is all occurring, Gerardo. You know, all this just time period wise, this is all after episode six. Yes, which is which is very, very mm-hmm. interesting. Boba Fett uh, in um, 
episode six, he gets kicked into the Rancor pit, which is like this this big thing with tentacles in the middle of the of the desert. Why are you listening to this podcast if you don't know about that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> this big thing in the middle of the desert he just gets gets pushed in. He gets eaten by it. Yeah. Uh, since the eighties, we're like, okay, that's that's the end of Boba Fett. Then maybe sometime like in the nineties or early two thousands, they write some extended universe stuff in a book he survives or in a comic book he survives somehow mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um boy uh you know now they decided to make a tv show about it and really show it so it's really yeah. cool um so the way that the disney canon works for star wars is movies are canon like that that will mm-hmm. that is always correct tv shows go after that yeah then it goes um animated stuff right and it goes Video games, then it goes book, mm. comic books. I think. Oh wow! So that's the order that Disney like has like the canon in. It's like, um, so this stuff is all, it's all just it's all mainline. This is what really happened in the universe now. Got you. Like, Got you. Um, Boba Fett, he survives. He gets out of the the pit. Uh, he gets taken in by some Tuscan Raiders, which are the the sand people from uh, the original Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, um, they have that moan. They're really fleshed out. Yeah, they yeah. they really flesh them out here. They do, and they give they give Boba Fett a certain attachment and connection to them. That... Yeah, they kind of take him in. They train mm-hmm. him. They help him survive the desert, and then uh, they get slaughtered. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's fun. Now Boba Fett's characterization in this, uh, I did. I'm not a fan of it. You know, I oh. You know, and maybe this is just you know Star Wars fans. Like, you know, just I've always thought of Boba Fett. You know, as this like just cold, ruthless, killing bounty hunter, mm-hmm. and in this one they really softened him up. I think they even addressed that in this last episode. Yeah. It's funny you say that. You and know, I've... they kind of gave his role to like Fennec Shand, which mm-hmm. is um his uh his companion. And yeah. if anything, I think like the Mandalorian story should have been Boba Fett's story or or something similar to that. I think that would have made more sense. Because I mean, it's awesome that they introduced Bo- uh, the Mandalorian as an original character, but it's like, man, in the process, it's like Boba Fett was the guy, and now like it's more like Mando is the guy, and I think that's what they're kind of trying to do, you know? Mm-hmm. They definitely want to make Mando that guy. Um, speaking of Mando, in the middle of the season, we just got some Mandalorian episodes. No Boba episode, Fett for yeah. like two two episodes, four yeah, and five. Was right? du- what was it? Four and five? Yeah, definitely five. It was just. It was cool. As it was fun. a good episode. It was like, wow, this is. If the Mandalorian was more like this, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Uh, and I hope it is like this in the future. Yeah. It's, it's very. It was very cool. It was a really I really cool. liked it. They went straight to Mandalorian. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think the name of the episode was, was like Unexpected Ally, some shit like that. But an Unexpected Ally. Yeah. Then yeah. the next one was like Mysterious Stranger in the Desert or something. Oh yeah. And that one was directed by Dave Filoni, which is like. Oh shit! George Lucas is like um, yeah. protege, wow. and I think the Mandalorian episode was that directed by John Favreau. I think it might have been. Yeah, the boy John Favreau's all over this. Show. Who who is the you know uh, showrunner for Mandalorian? Yeah, showrunner for this is Robert Rodriguez, and you see it especially in the last episode, which was directed by him. Mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez directed Spy Kids. Yeah, <laughs> Desperado. Yeah, um, uh, there's this movie on Netflix called We Can Be Heroes. It's just like Spy Kids. My daughter loves that movie. Oh, that's the sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody yeah, Shark saw... Boy and Lava Girl's daughter is in that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's what we saw when we were younger. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Exactly. So that's hilarious to see that now. Yeah. So Robert Rodriguez. Um, 
he has a lot of uh, he likes to make cheesy movies. Some of that came off in the show. Some people didn't like it. There's very few things that I didn't like in the show. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the characterization of Boba Fett. There's some random characters called the Modders, where they, mm-hmm. they're they're modified humans. Oh my gosh! I think I can. They're by far the group where I was just the most indifferent about. Yeah, but oh, mm-hmm. but we got. Do you know who Thundercat is? Thundercat. He's a bass player and singer. Oh yeah. He played bass on um, "To Pimp a Butterfly." Oh. Yeah. He he uh, and he's like a famous bassist. Like he, he plays like jazz and fusion and R and B and all this stuff. He was uh, the guy that mods him, the guy with the orange hair. Oh, yeah. I was like, is that Thundercat? <laughs> uh, spoiler ahead, real quick. He was in the... Uh, Mid-credit scene for the yeah for the last episode. Yes, yes. Um, he was modding up... Uh, they're reviving uh, that one guy. The boy from uh, The Marshal. Yeah, The Marshal. Yeah. Uh, so you like the so as far as the way this show starts, did you enjoy that? I, I enjoyed that they just gave us. It yeah, got right yeah. into him getting out of the monster pit. Yeah, and it was cool. It was fun to watch. Yeah, and then like um, you know, it gets it's set up with the Pike Syndicate, which is they're going to be the villains. They're basically running drugs through mm-hmm. Tatooine. Spice. Uh, yeah, spice. That's in Star Wars. It's like this red powder. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because all this is like a lot of this stuff is like first seen in like Star Wars Rebels or Star Wars wow. Clone Wars and it's like the first time we're seeing like a lot of this in live action. Like the pikes look great. Yeah. Uh, like I remember I think they're in Rebels a lot. Um, it's really cool seeing them um, in live action like seeing all this stuff. Yeah, there's some bastards. The pikes don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, we saw, uh, you know, Boba Fett has to get a team together to kind of fight them, and that's like the the, the whole point of the show. Yeah, we do get some uh, Mandalorian resolutions, though. We see, uh, spoiler alert, Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka. So dope. We see. Boy, Grogu did I training. enjoy. Boy, did I enjoy that shit. Yeah. Luke looks so good in this one, dude. Remember, he like, looked better than this, and then in Mandalorian, he did. It's funny. They hired uh, on YouTube. There's a the guy that does deep fakes. Like he has a whole channel. And after the Mandalorian, did one of Tom Cruise, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah that guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. After the Mandalorian, he de- he re deep faked young Luke Skywalker, and it looked better than the one that Disney actually did. Yeah. So they hired him. That's so dope. So That's so cool. <laughs> and the way they put his voice together is really interesting. They actually uh, went went back to around the time that uh, Mark Hamill was that age and got a lot of sound bites and a lot of B-roll from Star Wars and mm-hmm. various other projects. Like mm-hmm. he did like a, a reading of a book, like an audio wow. book, basically. That's so dope. Um, and we had to find every fucking one. Yeah. And they got, <laughs> like, I, I guess they got like an AI that spliced it all together. Easy. And uh, it wasn't that bad. It Bro, was, I thought it was smooth as fuck. I was like, why does yeah. Luke look so much better in Boba Fett? Than he did in Mandalorian. Yeah, and I love that they make him a character in this. Oh, they give him so much yeah, more. I mean, he's right. actually training Grogu. He looks like yeah. a master Jedi. It's cool. And, and we so see, we get some lightsaber action. It was cool to just really get some Luke Skywalker. Yeah, we see Yoda's lightsaber. Well, we see Yoda's lightsaber. You know, we get so, a little nod to Vader. Just so Grogu has to pick between Grogu uh, before between Yoda's lightsaber and Mandalorian armor, which I mentioned a couple years ago. Remember that? Oh shit! Remember yeah. when when we reviewed the Mandalorian when Luke was there? I mentioned that I think that that Yoda, Baby Yoda, was gonna become a Mandalorian instead. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, you did say that, and sure. uh, and they did it. They gave him a choice, and he, Luke was yeah, yeah. Because what's her name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah. She, she's she was like, Wars. you know, she's well, getting her own show too. Right. 
That's coming out soon. I can't wait for that. But she was telling Luke, like, trust your instincts, whatever. And he gave Grogu a choice. You can either choose this lightsaber from Yoda or you can go with this Mandalorian armor. My boy took that armor and took the fucking X-Wing yeah. <laughs> and yeah, pulled R2. up to Tatooine. So it's cool. Mandalorian season three is going to be... God, he's just an adorable little... Yeah, little Yoda baby. Yeah, they were really going for that whole Jedi attachment thing. Yeah. They're like, you know, you the effects look great in the show. Yeah, Boba Fett. It's just it was very well done, man. The the armor looks great. The Rancor looks great. This is the big yeah. monster. The um, Rancor is dope. You gotta you gotta put me on game with uh, the, the Rancor. villain. The boy looks like kind of like Black Manta, <laughs> but with the blue. Oh, so the Cad Bane. What's Cad- his name? Cad Bane. He's Cad from the, Bane. he's from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I enjoyed him. I thought he was dope. Yeah, he's a badass bounty hunter. And originally, his death uh, was in a deleted scene from Clone Wars, so it never actually aired. So it wasn't canon. Mm. So it was a really big shock to see him in in this series. I remember that when I was watching it in the desert, I was like, "Oh my god, the cowboy head is that Cad Bane?" Like, oh, for real? Bro. Yeah, oh, I was so, so hyped. This is like the first time we've seen him in live action, and dude, he looks great. He looks great. I mean, I think his costume looks dope. I think it's his practical. voice. It's it, not. It's not. It's um, practical. Yeah, his voice just. Exactly, but I like costumes like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, his voice, yeah. He has the cowboy accent with the nasty alien. Bro, sound. he straight up has an alien, and he has the cowboy twang. He has the the one thing about this episode. Um, I'm talking about episode chapter seven of Boba Fett, the yeah. pre- season finale. Um, very western. They always draw on the guns. Yeah, you because know, it's, it's uh, cool. Star Wars originally, you know, was supposed to be like a mix of western and samurai movies. Mm. Um. That's really what George Lucas's influences were when he was doing it. You get a lot of that in this. Yeah, which I think that Robert Rodriguez does really well. I know a lot of people are hating the cheesiness and the wide shots and everything, and it's like, I don't need realism in this. Just, it was fun to watch. It was great. It was cool to see Boba Fett do stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially with the Mandalorian. They were just both with their jetpacks. They fucking shit. They're like an arsenal, bro. They're yeah. a fucking arsenal. But I like how Cad... saw all their tricks. Oh, hell yeah. I like Cad how Cad Bane. Bane was just like, you've gotten soft, bro. And, yeah, he's, like, and we all, he's like, we all do. And it, yeah. he's like, you've gotten soft in your old age. And Boba Fett's like, we all do. And even at the end there, when uh, he's, you know, he supposedly dies, he was like still the fastest gunslinger. He's still the fastest. Like, yeah. you know, he's just the best gunslinger in the galaxy. It's Can't so deny cool. him that. Can't deny him that. Yeah, that's like one of the coolest things about the, you know like the TV shows. I mean, and this guy's just like he just gets out of everything. Yeah, uh, um, I don't think he's really dead. Oh, I don't think he is. I think no. Boba Fett got him. But what do you think? What do you think about Fennec Shack? Fennec Shand. So Fennec she's Shand. yeah. So she's um uh, from the animated stuff as well. She was also in the Mand- uh, Mandalorian. She's great. She's a yeah. she's the Little original strategist, man. voice actress of Mulan. Oh, not the singing voice, but the actual just the talking voice. She's Mulan. That's dope. Thank you, Gerardo. You guys hear that, listeners? Yeah. That's the girl. And I think yeah. she kills it. I and mean, she's I was, also one of the badass bounty hunters. She was also in the Bad Batch. She fights Cad Bane in the Bad Batch. Oh, that's so dope. Uh, which is animated. Yeah. So it's really, she voices, he actually voices as the animated character and everything. Oh, and it looks exactly so like her. So. Yeah. yeah I, I really, I got to say, overall, this show, um, I enjoy keeping up with it week to week. Yeah. I think Boba Fett. His uh, he they were really going for a character arc with him, just being a changed person, a yeah. changed individual. And I don't even want to bring this up because it's like so obvious, but it's like, man, it's just it's so diverse. You know, Timor Morrison, he's like, yeah. he's Maori, you know, from New Zealand, native. Mm-hmm. And then Fennec Shand, she's uh, Asian American. Yeah, off top, off top, uh, the show is, is diverse. <laughs> That's what we're all about. Robert What's Rodriguez is the show. Yeah, we man. get some Danny Trejo in this. Yeah, straight up. Exactly. You know, you know we want to see that. We want to see some 
some people of color out here rapping. So and it's, it's like not even noticeable because it's just so natural. That's very what, natural. And that's what Star Wars has always done great, I think. Yeah. I think, you know. From the all, aliens to the costumes yeah. to the settings. Them for all the flack that George Lucas gets, it's like, man, come on. We've had, like, Lando is an iconic black sci-fi character. Mm-hmm. Like, Lando Calrissian. Absolutely. Billy, Billy D. Williams. The boy. <laughs> you know, he's just. That's that. He's an, he's an OG. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that was George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, man. There, there are some little cheesy parts in this finale <laughs> with some yeah, of these uh, but the modified. But it's people. Star Wars. Like some exactly. people say, the show looks cheap. I'm like, have you seen the original? Have you seen A New Hope? Mm-hmm. The show looks cheap. Cheap. As original Star Wars looks cheap. Yeah. Sorry. This one I can deal with. This one I can deal with. Uh, yeah. Well done, though. I enjoyed yeah. the Book of Boba Fett. There's some lowlights. There's some highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, out of five. Uh, out of five. Uh, Banthas, those are those um those big woolly mammoth looking things. <laughs> five banthas. <laughs> yeah, the five banthas. What do you give this? Oh shit! I enjoyed the book of Boba Fett, so out of uh, five, I am gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go with three and a half. Nice three and a half. I gotta go with uh, give it a four. Yeah, good. And you got more of the Star Wars background, so I'm sure there are moments that were just like, man, that's dope. Man, the Wookiee was great. Yeah, the Wookiee was dope as fuck. What's his name with the K? Karsten or something? Karsten? Something like that. Yeah, I really enjoyed this show, though. So, yeah, it's a three and a half out of five for me, and I'm excited to see more of Boba Fett, more of Mando. More Star Wars. More Star Wars. I love what they're doing. I love it, man. It's so cool. And then after this, eventually, you know, we're going to see what happens post- Seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, those movies are ass, but um, these shows are fun. So whack. These are way better. Yeah, so that's it, folks. Damn, ya, that's it. See you next week. Yeah, we're gonna like we said, Gerardo. We're gonna be reviewing Black Some Panther. Black Panther. So watch it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow us on social: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Cast of Color. Yeah, our tribute to the boy Chadwick. Chadwick. Bozeman. King Chad. So yeah, um, that's it. Any that's closing it. thoughts? Uh, no, just be safe out there. Let us know. Oh, Super Bowl's this weekend. Oh, yeah, this Super Bowl. We're yeah. going to have a lot of news for y'all next week. We have week. a lot of trailers. Yeah, a lot. We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Oh, quick announcement. Yeah, we might do another collab with the Dive-In Movie Boys. Oh, yeah. Dive-In Movie Cast. That's going to be fun. Look yeah. out. Be on the lookout for that yeah. on Instagram. Easy, easy. All right, well, we're signing right. off here. Peace. Peace. Peace.